Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yes, hello everyone. Good morning. Welcome along to Tradies News in a Nutshell for your Monday morning. Uh, good to be back with you after a weekend of a lot of sport and still some more to come as well over the course of the week as well. Daniel Petty, you're in the chair over the course of the next hour. Hope you all had a good weekend. Um, and of course, a very special week. We'll be here tomorrow on Anzac Day. We'll talk more about that as well as we go along this morning. Good to have you company through SEN 1170 AM in Sydney, SEN Q6. 9, 3 a.m. in Brisbane and SCN 16:20 a.m. on the Gold Coast. Our number, as always, 1300 01 11 70. If you want to get in touch, or you can text 0457 736 736. All before Vossi and Brandy for breakfast. That will be uh, coming up at 6 a.m. through for listeners through SCN 11:70 a.m. For listeners in Queensland, you will get Patton Heels after 6 a.m. A lot to get through though over the course of the next hour. A lot to look back on after the weekend so far of the National Rugby League and a lot of other sport happening as well. We'll talk about that shortly. Uh, changing things up just a little bit this week. John Gallo will join me with an EPL report this morning. Uh, we thought uh, he doesn't have to be up early tomorrow morning, so we thought we'd swap a couple of things around. So Chris Perkins, who normally joins me on the Monday, will join me tomorrow on the show. But uh, today, John Gallo in about 25 minutes to wrap up another interesting weekend of the EPL. Uh, Arsenal stumbling. We'll talk to him about that. So he'll join me in about 25 minutes. But really keen to hear from you. Have your say on the open line. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. A couple of Chargrill Charlie vouchers to give away this morning. Or you can text 0457 736 736. The Hot Topic, thanks to Rheem. Built tough for Aussie conditions. When it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install a Rheem. Yeah, two and a half past five. Does your hot water need replacing? Go steady, hot and strong. Ask your plumber to install a Rheem. All right, we will wrap up the NRL in great detail shortly. But a few things for you this morning uh, to get your teeth into. Early Monday morning uh, on this start of a brand new week. Firstly, I want to know the electrifying performance of the weekend. Who was your electrifying performance of the weekend? And it doesn't just have to be rugby league. It can be any sport. Your electrifying performance of the weekend. 0457 736 736 or 1300 011170. Who lit it up over the course of the weekend on the field? Uh, could have been rugby league. Could be AFL. Could be overseas. Could be some other sport. 0457 736 736 or 1300 011170, the electrifying performance of the weekend. Who was the best on field? Who lit up uh, your weekend in terms of rugby league or AFL or uh, maybe the golf? We'll talk about the golf in a second as well. Any sport, your electrifying performance, 0457 736 736 or 1300 011170. As I say, we'll get into a wrap of the round of the NRL so far after the next break, but the state of the NRL at the moment, I put on Twitter after that amazing game between the Dolphins and the Titans yesterday, where the Dolphins were down 26-0. The Titans, such a good first half. And you thought, even though the Dolphins scored late in the second in the first half, you thought, mm, it's a long way back. You didn't think it was impossible, but you thought it was unlikely. 
that was an amazing comeback. Um, and I think Fossey mentioned it on Fox League yesterday in his call of the Tigers-Manly game, that in the opening eight rounds, and I know we've still got two games to come tomorrow, but in the opening eight rounds of the NRL, I, I can't remember a start to the season, and I know we're two months into it now, but a start to the season that has been this good. And I put on Twitter yesterday that I think the rugby league and the NRL, I don't know if it's ever been in better shape. Uh, the crowds are up. The ratings are up, at least on Fox League. Um, and the games, now not all of them, but the vast majority of them have been very close, very entertaining games. So people listening to this show right now probably watch rugby league for a longer period than me, some of you, uh, some of you shorter period. Has rugby league ever been in a better state? Has the NRL, obviously the NRL itself, has only been around since, what, 1998. But has Rugby League ever been in better shape? 0457 736 736 is our text number. You can call the open line 1300 01 1170. As I say, the start to the season has just been fantastic to watch. And we've got a really special day coming up tomorrow with those two Anzac Day games, one at Allianz Stadium in Sydney, the other one down at Amy Park between the Storm and the Warriors. The first one, obviously, the Roosters and the Dragons. Now, that's going to be very special. Um, that's special every year. Um, and if the games live up to what we have seen so far this weekend, for the most part, and so far this year, we're in for a very special day. Is rugby league? Have you seen rugby league in a better state than it is now? 0457 736 736 or 1300 1170 has Rugby League ever been in a better state in your lifetime? Now, Robert Jennings, and as I say, we will wrap up the complete round of Rugby League after the next break. But if you were watching that Dolphins-Titans game, even if you weren't watching the Dolphins-Titans game and you've seen replays on the news or on social media, uh, now, I'll be firstly, I'll say Robert Jennings bounced back from this very well. But what on earth was he thinking when he got the ball probably about 10 metres out and fell over and just stopped. No tackler within sight. I heard Jared Wallace say on Fox League after the game that there wasn't a tackler within about 20 metres of him. That was one of the weirdest and oddest things I've ever seen on a rugby league field, on a sports field. So it got me thinking, brain explosions. What are the great brain explosions or odd things that you've seen happen on a sports field? 0457-736-736 or 1300-01-1170. Now, as I say, he bounced back very nicely. Um, he almost scored about a few minutes after that and then knocked the ball on. But that try he actually got, third time lucky, uh, was very good. And he played well, Robert Jennings, apart from that. But what are the big and great brain explosions that have happened on a sporting field? And what are the odd things you've seen happen on a sporting field. As I say, that was one of the weirdest things I've ever seen, and it was like he didn't quite know what was going on. It sounds like he thought if he had continued, it would have been a double movement, but there was no tackler on him, um, and I would have thought he probably would have realised that. So brain explosions, the great brain explosions. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. The great brain explosions, the weird things you've seen on a sporting field after that, Honestly, I, as I said, I, I've never seen it before, and I don't know if we'll ever see it again, what Robert Jennings did yesterday afternoon. Uh, thankfully for the Dolphins, it didn't cost them the game in the end. They still managed to get the couple of tries, including him scoring one. 
and they went on to complete that remarkable comeback. But brain explosions, the weird things you've seen on a football field or a sports field, 0457 736 736 or 1300-01170. Just away from Rugby League for a second, did you watch or listen to any of the live golf on the weekend? It was over three days in Adelaide um, and everyone basically involved with it anyway, hailing it as a huge success. Now, I must admit, I'm not... I watch a bit of golf, but I'm a casual golf watcher at best. But I did switch it over just before the Titans-Dolphins game started yesterday. I switched it over to Channel 7 just to have a look at it. And it just happened to be when the hole-in-one was hit. Um, I don't know if you've seen vision of it if you weren't watching it. But when that hole-in-one was hit, um, the amount of bottles that and plastic cups that were thrown in, it was like a party. Um Vossi and Brady mentioned the other day they had the DJ Fisher. Charlie Goodsir is a big fan of uh, Fisher uh, DJing. But I saw Vision on social media on, I think it was from Friday night uh, on Saturday morning, packed. Did you watch any of the Live Golf there? Hailing it as a huge success, bigger and better plans in the works for Australia next year. What do you reckon? 0457 736 736 or 1300 1170. Did you watch the Live Golf and did you enjoy it? Are you someone that has not watched any Live Golf really before this weekend? It looked like fun, but did you enjoy it or did you think, no, not for me? What do you reckon? Everyone hailing it, well, most people hailing it as a huge success, the three days in Adelaide, massive crowds. Um, and as I said, that reaction after the hole-in-one, um, couldn't switch it off if you were watching it. What do you reckon? Was it a success? Would you like to see more of it in Australia? Live golf. For or against after what you saw this weekend in Adelaide? 0457 736 736 or 1300 1170. And your highlights, your disappointments and your surprise performances of the weekend, not just in rugby league, but in any sport. What... What was the highlight of the weekend? What was your electrifying performance of the weekend? What was the disappointing performance of the weekend? And as I say, after the next break, we'll wrap up the weekend of NRL so far. But what was the disappointing performance of the weekend? And what's your surprise performance of the weekend? What caught you by surprise? What did you think um, wouldn't happen but did happen? The surprise performance of the weekend. 0457 736 736, our text number, or you can call the open line, 1300 1170. As I say, a couple of Chargrill Charlie vouchers to give away this morning as well. So, your highlight of the weekend, your electrifying performance of the weekend, your low light, your disappointment of the weekend, and your surprise performance of the weekend. The state of rugby league at the moment, is it in the best shape it's been in for quite some time? Maybe ever. Have you seen it in a better shape than it is now? After the first eight weeks, we've still got two games to come tomorrow, but after the first eight rounds of the NRL, is this the best shape you've seen rugby league in for quite some time? Or have you seen it in a better shape? Was it in a better shape at some other time? 0457 736 736 or 1300 1170 The great brain explosions after Robert Jennings yesterday not scoring that try for the Dolphins. Have you seen something weirder than that on a sports field? And on that occasion, did it cost them or their team the game? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01170 and live golf. After the three days in Adelaide this weekend, are you for 
or are you against? Would you like to see more live golf happen in Australia? 0457 736 736, our text number, or you can call the open line 1300 01 1170. That's just some of the stuff that is on our agenda on this Monday morning. Heaps more to come. Uh, news around Jack White and Sam Walker played in the New South Wales Cup as well for the Roosters yesterday. We'll talk about that. And I say, as I say, we'll talk to John Gallo a bit later on about the English Premier League over the weekend. So plenty to get out. Stuck into our teeth, stuck into on this Monday morning. 0457 736 736, the text number, or 1300 01 1170, the open line number. Call up to have your say. On the other side of this, we will wrap up the weekend of NRL. It's 12 and a half past five. This is Treddy's News in a Nutshell. At 17 past five, good to be with you. 0457 736 736, our text number, open line 1300 01 1170. Asking you this morning the state of the NRL. Has the NRL ever been in a better shape? I put on Twitter yesterday after that Dolphins-Titans match. I can't remember for a very long time, probably in my lifetime, rugby league being this entertaining and in this good of a shape eight weeks into the season. Robert Jennings, the great brain explosions after what he did in that Dolphins win over the Titans yesterday. Can you think of any others that might top that? doesn't have to be rugby league. can be any other sport. 0457 736 736. Your highlight, your disappointment, your surprise performance of the weekend. What do you reckon? The electrifying performance of the weekend. And live golf. Um, if you watched any of it over the three days in Adelaide, did you enjoy it? If that was your first time watching live golf, would you like to see more in Australia or are you still not a fan? 0457 736 736 or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. This text here from uh, Rooster Adam to kick us off on this Monday morning. I've been an active supporter of rugby league for over 35 years, and I attend most Roosters games. This is by far and the way the best season I've ever seen. There have been so many close games. The only team that doesn't compete are the Tigers. We'll talk about the Tigers in a second. Out of all the other teams, anyone can beat anyone on a given day. That from Rooster Adam. Rooster Adam, I agree with 99% of that text. It has been a sensational start to the season. You know, mate, in the first couple of rounds, it was a you thought, okay, is this can this continue? Can this sort of standard, especially at the start of the season, continue? Well, it's not only continued, it's just getting better and better. Is the NRL, thank you for your text, uh, Rooster Adam, and good luck tomorrow against the Dragons. Um... And, of course, we'll be on air tomorrow uh, talking about that game. Very special day tomorrow. But what do you reckon? Is this the best shape the NRL has been in? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. It is 19 past five. Keep those texts and calls coming in. Let's do this now. That's now on Tradies, the NRL wrap. John Gallo will join me in about 10 minutes as well to wrap up a massive weekend of football over in the UK. But let's look back at the weekend so far of rugby league. Keep in mind, as I say, there are two games to come tomorrow, uh, but we'll look at the games done so far this weekend. We already talked about South Sydney 20 over Penrith 18 on Friday morning. That win on Thursday, good win by South Sydney. Looking good, aren't they? We said on Friday morning, Latrell Mitchell getting more involved in the game. It's good to see. And Penrith... I've said it a few times now this year, have come back to the field. But as I said on Friday morning, it goes to show how hard Penrith is still going to be to beat this year. We saw them last weekend against Newcastle get the win uh, in Golden Point. And then 
South Sydney scoring two late tries in that game on Thursday night. So on Friday, Brisbane 26 over the Parramatta Reels 16 up in Darwin. Big crowd sold out. The weather probably not the best. Uh, the rain held off, I reckon, for the first, what, 20 or 30 minutes. But by that point, Brisbane were clearly dominating the game. Um, and they were very good, Brisbane. The Eels had a few chances at the back end of the game to get back into it, but Brisbane deserved winners of that game. Uh, we know Regan Campbell-Gillard's picked up an injury. Brisbane have copped a couple of suspensions out of it for their game against South Sydney coming up later this week. But another really good performance by Brisbane. Uh, Ezra Mann, Adam Reynolds good as well. They just look like a complete, at this stage of the season, a complete football side. Only lost one game, that to the Raiders a few weeks ago. Well, the Parramatta Eels, um, and I'd be interested to get your take on this as well. So they win the two games against the Tigers on Easter Monday, less than convincingly, it has to be said. Um, and then what happens after that is that the Eels then beat the Bulldogs, who were without quite a lot of players. Um, they won that one 30 points to four. Then up to Darwin, which we thought was always going to be the test for the Brisbane for the Parramatta Eels against Brisbane. Um, and I just don't know if they lived up to the mark. Well, they didn't, clearly. Um, and to be honest, I don't think they were ever really in the game. Yes, they got, had a couple of chances late. But where do you put Parramatta? Because a lot of people, look, most people had Parramatta slipping this year. But I still had them in the top eight. But now, after only winning three games this year, I just don't know about Parramatta. They've clearly got the team that can do it and can turn things around. But... Whenever they've been tested this year, apart from that game against Penrith, they've lost. So are Parramatta in your ain't, or have you ridden, or are you close to riding, or have you ridden Parramatta off? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 is our open line number. Where do you put Parramatta now um, after only three wins this year and that game against the Broncos? 1300 01-1170 or 457 On Saturday, Sharks 33 over the Bulldogs 20. Probably not the most complete performance by the Cronulla Sharks, but they did enough, didn't they? Um, the Bulldogs started this game off quite well and were competitive, but you've got to feel for the Bulldogs. Their season, just so much promise that this season brought to the Bulldogs. But unfortunately for them, the injury toll that they have just means that they are probably going to lose quite a lot of matches that you would have expected them to win. But in saying that, they were still, or at least be competitive in. But they were competitive on Saturday night. The Sharks did enough. Um, and I was asked, a uh, text came in on Friday morning about who's going under the radar at the moment. And I think the Sharks are one of the teams that are just nicely flying under the radar. They're playing well. They had a good win against the Roosters at home last week. Uh, a decent enough win against the Bulldogs. Nico Hines, another good game. So Sharks 33 over the Bulldogs 20. The other game on Saturday night, the Cowboys 18 over the night 16. A much-needed win for the North Queensland Cowboys. Um, I think if they had lost this game to the Newcastle Knights, people might have been pretty close to riding the Cowboys off. Still not convincing, was it? The Cowboys win. And the Knights, whilst they'll be disappointed that they lost the game because they came into it with a fair chance of winning. Uh, Caelan Ponga returning and got through the game nicely, which is good. Um, they'll be disappointed, but not the end of the world for the Knights. Not at the moment, anyway. Cowboys, 
a much-needed win. And let's see if they can build on what they did on Saturday night. As I said, not the most impressive performance, not the most convincing performance you've seen this season, but a win is a win, and they needed it. So well done to um, the Cowboys there. Uh, and then on Sunday, yesterday, two games. What about these two games? Dolphins 28 over the Gold Coast Titans 26. Now, the Titans 26 nil up against the Dolphins. And before we talk about the Dolphins and their performance, the Titans, where are, where are they now? We saw last week against Brisbane where they, not to this extent, where they got off to a very good first half, incredibly good first half. And they, although they were playing Brisbane, who, who I said just a few minutes ago, have only lost one game this year. They had a very poor second half, and you would have thought they would have learnt from that. Clearly not. Um, they didn't get much of the ball in the second half, but they didn't really earn it, did they? The Dolphins, so good in that second half. A lot of heart. Kafusi back for them helped as well. Um, just quite an unbelievable comeback because at 26-0 down, you thought that there's no chance that the Dolphins would come back. I don't think it's been done. I think I heard on the commentary since, what, 1998 or maybe even longer. Um, and it just goes to show this Dolphins side will not give up this year. Um, they've been a bit up and down over the past few weeks, but that was an amazing comeback. That one of the best comebacks you've ever seen. What are the great comebacks of all time? 0457-736-736 or 1300-011170. What are the great comebacks of all time? And the Titans. I mean, everyone can rave about the Dolphins, and rightly so. They were very good. But the Titans, that's very disappointing. And I tell you what, if they keep losing matches... At some stage, the pressure might have to ramp up, if it isn't already, on their coach, Justin Holbrook. Dolphins 28, Titans 26. Was that one of? Is that the best comeback you've seen in rugby league? What are the great comebacks in any sport of all time? 0457 736 736 or 1-300-01-11-70. And yesterday was so close for the poor old West Tigers. Manly 22 over the West Tigers 16. Um... I don't know how to sum this match up. Manly got off to a 10-0, 12-0 lead. And you kind of thought, especially when the Tigers had basically all that ball in the first 10 or 15 minutes of the game and they couldn't score, but then Manly scored those two tries. You thought, uh-oh, for the Tigers. But they hung in there. They got a try just before halftime, 12-6. And then they took the lead in the second half. And you thought, just maybe. But it's almost like, and Vossi said this at the end of the game, it's almost like... They cannot, well, I can't remember how to win. It's been over a year, basically, almost a year since they won a match. They just can't remember how to win. Look, I, I thought they were okay. I thought there was good signs for the Tigers again. Look, I don't think, uh, maybe um, not seeing the game as some others would, but I, I don't think the Tigers are actually that far off being able to beat a team. They almost beat Parramatta. They almost beat Manly. Um, I felt a bit for Luke Brooks, who I don't think had his greatest game, especially in that last 15, 20 minutes when they needed someone to control the game when they took the lead. Um, and he unfortunately made a couple of errors, just made some silly judgments, didn't he? Um, and I think Brendan Wakeham at 5'8", I, I think the hearts were the problem, unfortunately. And look, I think Luke Brooks 
at stages this year for the Tigers hasn't been that bad. And he did have some nice touches yesterday, but in amongst that, he struggled, especially when they needed him to. So I don't know where that leaves Luke Brooks. I saw a lot of people on social media saying, surely he has to be dropped after his performance yesterday. Um, whether he will be or won't be, we'll wait and see. They've got Penrith this coming weekend, the Tigers. So it doesn't get any easier. That game going to be in Bathurst. And Manly. Manly are another interesting one. They they sort of stumbled their way to the victory yesterday. Of course, picked up a couple of injuries, most notably to Tom Travojevic, that groin injury. Uh, looks like he'll be going for scans today. Uh, we'll have to wait and see how, firstly, that impacts Manly, and secondly, how that may impact New South Wales with the teams to be named in less than a month. But the Tigers, am I wrong in thinking they're that far away? But they have some, and they've got some very good uh, young players as well who I think are going to be there for a while. But they just lacked the polish, didn't they, to close that game out against Manly. They play Penrith this weekend, and then they've got the Dragons in Magic Ground. And I know a few people have maybe penciled that one in to be the Tigers' first win of the year. Tigers fans, how are you feeling? The effort was definitely there, but the polish just at the end, especially from the halves, just not there. So that's the round to date. Of course, there are two games to come tomorrow. We, of course, previewed them with Charlie on Friday morning, but we'll take another look at them tomorrow. Roosters, Dragons at Allianz Stadium tomorrow afternoon at five past four. That'll be followed by the Storm and the Warriors at 7 p.m. tomorrow night. Very, very exciting. Really looking forward to tomorrow. So what were your thoughts on the weekend of Rugby League so far? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 The highlight... The disappointment, the surprise performance of the weekend so far is sort of a long weekend without it being a long weekend. Uh, the shape of the NRL. Have you seen the NRL in a better shape than it is at the moment? Or rugby league? I've been watching it for um, 32, so let's say 25, 26 years. I've never seen it in a better shape. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 11 70. Brain explosions. Robert Jennings. Have you seen one better than that on a field? The Live Golf. Did you watch any of it? Did you like it? Would you like to see more in Australia or you're still not overly interested? And the great comebacks of all time after the Dolphins did it yesterday to the Titans, but down 26 0. What are the great comebacks of all time? 0457 736 736, our text number. Open line is 1300 01 1170 to your text. And we'll talk football with John Gallo next. It is bang on 5.30. To John Gallo in just a second. Stack of texts. Uh, this one uh, from Lee. Uh, Manly were off the game yesterday. Tigers, to wi- uh, Tigers deserve to win. Manly were disgraceful. They took it for granted to win. Cherry Evans kicking off from first kick. Better team lost. Lee from Brisbane. Uh, look, I thought the Tigers were pretty good yesterday, but as I said before the break, Lee, they just lacked polish, didn't they, at the end, particularly from their halves. There's a couple of texts about the Tigers. I'll get to them in a second, but uh, just before that, let us go to the open line, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Jamie from Brisbane is on the line. Morning to you, Jamie. G'day, mate. How are you? Yeah, very well. How's your Monday morning treating you? Yeah, can't complain, mate. i got tomorrow off, so... Very good. Yeah, it should be a good day. Very good. What do we want to have a chat yeah, about, mate? So- um, just on your uh, question about brain explosions and comebacks, I think if we go back to the 1998 semi-final, Parramatta and Canterbury, yep, yep. I think you got two two cases in the one game there. I think Canterbury's comeback was um, unbelievable. And uh, Paul Carriage made some pretty 
pretty big, pretty big brain explosions in that same game. I think you know, giving Canterbury a chance to win it on the bell with that chip kick, and um, I think he ran a ball into caught a ball right on the sideline mm. and run into touch like he, um, yeah. There's two big cases there. I think didn't have his greatest game, did he? I was actually at the cable. I was very, very young. That was yeah, an amazing comeback. Uh, you didn't think they were able to do it, yeah? But poor Carriage, I think. I think Jamie Hill would like to forget that day ever happened and probably doesn't like ever being reminded about it either. I'd imagine so, yeah. It wasn't one of his finest moments, the poor bugger. I'm not sure you'd probably be able to do no better than I would, but I don't know. Did he ever play another NRL game after that? Uh, that is a very good question. Look, I'll look up that up uh, for you when we're speaking to John uh, Gallo in a second, our football expert, and I'll answer that question for you. I'm not sure, but I'll find out uh, for you. But, yeah, poor guy, poor guy. Uh, Magic Round, you're up in Brisbane, yeah. of course. Just want to quickly ask you, what's the feeling like, uh, what, 10 or 11 days out? Is the city starting to get re- uh, ready for it? Um, Yeah, it, 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 it's it's slowly gaining momentum I think um yeah generally about a week out it starts to really ramp up and, and you start to feel like it's it's on on your doorstep so I think um yeah once this week's on the head I think yeah you'll start to feel a lot of buzz around the city I'd, I'd imagine yeah looking forward to it I'll be up there at the back end of next week looking forward to it Jamie thanks for the call call anytime mate Cheers, mate. Thank you. And you can join Jamie on the open line anytime you want. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. couple of texts. Then John Gallo with the football report. Lots to get through as well. Uh, this from Rooster Adam. Sadly, the Roosters led Cronulla 24-0 at halftime around seven or eight years ago when they lost 30-24. Yes, I think that was a Sunday afternoon match. Uh, Rooster Adam. And this from Tiger Davo. Uh, Sheens has a lot to answer for for getting rid of Hastings and keeping Luke Brooks seriously. From Tiger Davo. Yeah, uh, I feel for Luke Brooks, but that last 20 minutes where they really needed him to stand up yesterday, there was just, and him and Wakeham, not just him, there was just some mistakes, um, and they almost looked like they'd run out of ideas towards the end. He just lacked that polish in the last 15 or 20 minutes. Stack of text there. I'll get to more of them in a second. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Now on Tradies News, it's time for the latest in football. And on the line, we're switching things up a bit this week because we don't want to wake John up very early tomorrow morning. Um, so we'll get Chris Perkins on tomorrow morning. And then I'm not on on Wednesday morning. I will be here tomorrow, but not on uh, Wednesday morning. So things are a little different, but that makes life interesting. John Gallo, good morning to you. Yes, good morning to you, Dan. Yes, you don't have to worry about waking me up early. I apparently will be woken up by the cannons. Uh, firing off across Newcastle uh, yes. during the uh, memorial service. So that will be uh, surely waking up every single person within the Newcastle and Hunter region, I'd imagine. I could probably get you on tomorrow then as well. I didn't realise that. Yeah. Um, yeah, now, now, before we get to uh, the EPR, and I'm sure you would have been listening to Jamie's call intently then, by the way, because Bulldogs, you're a Bulldogs fan, and that comeback in 1998 yeah. would definitely be well in your memory, even though you probably would have only been about seven. Um, and also, yeah. um, uh, Magic Round, he says, after this weekend, the city gets very geared up for it. So very exciting. But I wanted to ask you about Wrexham. Yeah. Um, before we get to the EPL and some of the interesting, interesting results from the weekend, what a story that is. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, I mean, with, with with Magic Round, firstly, I mean, once we get there with our top hats on, Dan, the uh, the city will be buzzing absolutely <laughs> from uh, from our appearance. But yes, back on to Wrexham, uh, look fantastic, isn't it? Achievement, obviously, since the uh, Hollywood ownership model's taken over Wrexham in, in Wales. 
uh, fantastic National Premier League champions is now uh, what they've now grasped. And uh, they came down to the final game of the season. The final couple of minutes as well was very antagonising. They had a corner to defend Wrexham. They defended it. They cleared the ball. Uh, and then after a few uh, seconds after, the final whistle was blown and Wrexham to be champions now of, of Wales. Fantastic. First time they returned back, I think, in 15 years, I think it is. So mm. fantastic for, for Wrexham fans. Obviously, the uh, the pitch invasion started as soon as the full-time whistle was blown and uh, they cut to the owners, obviously. And uh, it was uh, Ryan Reynolds, obviously, in tears. Robin Anthony was obviously in tears. Fantastic uh, you know, images that will be displayed right around the world. And I think images that will resonate with a lot of fans Probably as back as when Leicester City did the Premier League title in 2016, a really feel-good story then in the Premier League has obviously now hit Wales as well. So uh, well done to Wrexham. Fantastic story. All right, let's go through some of these matches across the weekend. We'll look at some of them quickly, but this one doesn't have to be quick. What about this? Arsenal-Southampton 3-all. Southampton were dominating this game, and Arsenal, they're starting to get a little wobbly, aren't they? They are. After I came back from my fabulous barbecue, Dan, mm. I, uh, I turned on this uh, this game and uh, I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I had to check the, the TV a few times. 2-0 to uh, Southampton it was inside the first 15 minutes. And I just thought, oh, that can't be right. But no, I was uh, absolutely wrong yet again. Uh, I, from, from Southampton's point of view, at one stage I went 2-0 up uh, and then Arsenal came back 2-1. Then Southampton went 3-1 up and it was almost a case of, well, this is just not Arsenal's day. The title is well and truly gone. Arsenal came back, obviously, with a fantastic effort from Odegaard and then Bakuya Saka grabbed it in the 90 minute of the game and they tried their hardest to get a winner, Arsenal, but unfortunately for them, that wasn't meant to be. And mm. it, was, uh, it was a bit of an amazing end of, uh, end of the game. I can't, I've never seen a game twist and turn so much like that. It's been a while since I've seen a, a game of football with so much on the line end in that fashion. A, a draw was almost a bit of a standstill, I have to say, at the end of the game because in terms of the title, it means obviously a lot to, towards Man City, but given that they've only got two games now to chase on Arsenal. But this game this morning, on Thursday morning this week, is going to be massive in the context now yeah. because really Arsenal cannot afford to draw. They have to win this game on Thursday morning. So it puts a lot on Arsenal at the moment. I know people are now backing City 100%, but, uh, yeah, Arsenal really shaky at the moment. Really, uh, I don't know whether it's the biggest bottle in Premier League history of the title. I can remember Newcastle United bottling it with Kevin Keegan. I can remember, obviously, Liverpool fans, the Anfield split to Gerrard. Uh, but, yeah, this is one of the big bottles up there, certainly in the top four, top five before, that I've seen in Premier League history. Before I let you go uh, a little later on, in a few minutes, I'll get your tip on that Man City-Arsenal game as well. Uh, just through some of the other games across the weekend, Fulham, Leeds United, Fulham 2 over Leeds United 1, and Crystal Palace and Everton had a nil-all draw. Yes, well, Fulham are fantastic. They've still got a lot to play for. They've still got pride to play for. They've had a, a drought there of, of not winning in the last few months. Uh, but they found their winning form again. Leeds, disappointing for them. This mm. is really going to really put them back on the back foot in terms of the relegation dogfight. And the other one that you've asked me about, Bournemouth, I think you asked uh, me Crystal about Palace and Everton, yeah. Sorry. Yes. That is okay. Back to back them. That is okay. Very, very early yeah. in the morning. Nil all that game. Absolutely. Yeah, yes, it was. Palace and Everton, nil all. I've been a bit of a, bit of a dull game, I have to say. I mean, mm. both teams have got a lot to play for. Um, you know, obviously, you talk about Everton and being hard with Sean Dyche at the moment because he hasn't been able to get the best out of them. And Palace have been fantastic one, three on the trot with Roy Hodgson there. A point probably uh, they probably feel like the winners out of this game. I have to say, Everton still trying to get you know form back on, trying to get their winning habit, habit uh, back onto uh, onto track. 
hasn't happened for them. Um, but yeah, well done. A good game in, uh, in both teams. Liverpool three, they got up over Nottingham Forest two. Yes, yes, they did. And uh, a fantastic result for Liverpool. Um, a real good conference spur for them as well coming into the season. Finding the form when it matters most, I suppose, for Liverpool finally. Uh, but Nottingham Forest, tough result for them as well. Steve Cooper again will be scratching his head thinking what's going wrong. He started, uh, I think it's probably the fifth or sixth loss in a row now for Nottingham Forest. It's a real come down for them. And they're now in the relegation mix. So it's a very dangerous time to be a Forest fan. But uh, yeah, well done to Liverpool. Uh, we had Brentford and Aston Villa with a one all draw. Leicester City, um, two one over Wolves. They're fighting this. They're trying to uh, prove you wrong and not be demoted, relegated in that relegation zone. They're, they're listening to you, John, and you're inspiring them to greatness. Yeah, so that's what I do, Dan, sometimes. My reverse engineering mind can can, can do that to people and, and to teams. And uh, Yeah, so well, a fantastic result for Leicester. I mean, this was the winning goal by Timothy Cassinganoni was fantastic. I mean, the place just lift off and well done to Leicester. This is going to give them a whole lot of hope at the moment. Uh, they've been lacking a lot of con- you know, positivity around that place in the last three or four weeks. They've had a tough losses and a few draws here and there and they're really struggling for that for that win. But they've finally got it uh, against Wolves, uh, an informed Wolves team as well. So this is a big win for Leicester and hopefully for their sake is a, is a step towards getting out of that relegation dogfight that they found themselves in this season. So well done to Leicester. And what about these two games? Firstly, Newcastle's Six, Tottenham one. Yes, well, Tottenham fans probably left with inside of, you know, about 20 minutes. It was about three or four nil inside 20 minutes. I think it was four nil for memory inside the first 20 minutes. I couldn't I couldn't believe what I was seeing in this game uh, that was played mm. last night. I think Newcastle, just every shot on target was a goal. They were almost toying with, with Spurs in the end there. It was quite an unbelievable game. 6-1, I think the biggest uh, defeat for, for Spurs against Newcastle in some time. So, well done to Newcastle United. That now means they're pushing up to the third spot. Man United dropped back down to fourth. But that top four now is looking more and more solid as the weeks go on. I think Tottenham are just running out of huff and puff at the moment. And uh, they'll be lucky to stay inside the six with the way they're going at the moment. It's a very difficult season for Spurs fans, obviously, with Conte leaving and the Harry Kane situation boiling over more and more. Uh, but uh, this is a real dark time for, for Spurs. I mean, top four was mm. what they were hoping to get. I think all chances are now gone. Now the confidence in that team has been absolutely shot in the last 24 hours. So, just look, uh, big game. Just looking at the scoreline, it was 5-0, John, after 21 minutes. Uh, just uh, quite incredible. We also saw West Ham 4 over Bournemouth, Neil. Poor old Bournemouth there. Poor season uh, continues. Now, before I let you go, there are a stack of games coming up across uh, Wednesday and Thursday, which will wrap up on Friday morning. But I just want your tip. Man City or Arsenal, it's Thursday morning at 5am. We'll be on air. We may even speak to you during it. We'll see. But who do you think is going to win that one? Uh, well, as a big ship comes into Newcastle Harbour in the background, Dan. Um, look, it's I, I, look. My, my head says Man City. My heart says Arsenal. I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm going to go with a draw. I think it could be a draw between both sides. It's, it's going to be a big occasion. It's probably the biggest uh, game I've, I can remember in the Premier League for some time. I, I think it's going to be a draw. I think Arsenal will, will go up for it. I think they'll make some changes now with three draws on the trot. They're surely going to make some defensive changes. Uh, I think they'll be better for it. But I think, yeah, I think a, a draw will be the case. All right. Well, John, great stuff. We will talk to you on Friday morning. We'll wrap that all up. And then there's so there's games really every day. There's apart from today and tomorrow. Uh, there's Wednesday games, Thursday games. There'll be games over the weekend as well. So there'll be plenty to talk about on Friday morning. We'll wrap it all up. Uh, then, thank you, John. Keep working on those hats. Uh, you've only got about 10 days to do it. So uh, time is running yeah. out. 
Yes, it's, it's getting massive right now, these top hats, Dan. They're really mm. coming up. I'm on the ninth floor where my building is. I'm about the seventh floor now I'm building up to, so it's really working its way up to the ninth floor balcony. So uh, you'll be impressed. That, you'll be impressed. That, that is great stuff. It'll take some photos for social media as well with these hats. So pressure's on, John. Uh, thank you. I'll speak to you later yeah, on yeah. in the week. Take care, mate. Talk to you soon. Thank you, John Yellow, uh, talking all things football, and we'll talk to him again. On on Friday, we'll take a break, finish off with all your texts on the other side of this. And straight back to the open line, Scott from Cronulla is there. Morning, Scott. Morning, Dan. How are you going? Good, man. Um, I just wanted to mention a couple of things. Um, mm. The Tigers showed really positive football mm. yesterday. Like, they, you know, against Manly, like, you know, they were in it for the last couple of minutes. Yeah, I agree um, with you. I thought, they pl- I thought they played well. I thought they were, I think, yeah, lack of polish at the end. Yeah, it was a couple of bad mistakes, and they were in it right up to the end. But also the live goal, mm. um, I can't believe um, what they let them do on the twelfth hole, like throwing cans and bottles and <laughs> whatever else. Like, you know, it's like um, watching an episode of Happy Gilmore. It, it was very interesting, as I say. I just happened to switch over. By sheer luck, more than anything, uh, when that hole in one, when they got and he got that hole in one, it was something completely different. So, did, did you like it or not? I, well, it's like I love golf, I love sport, like you know we all do. But um, I, I've never seen anything like that being able to treat a golf course like that. No, like, no, it was uh, you know what I mean. Uh, something but, um, yeah. does that does that happen everywhere they go or? Look, I don't know. I'd have to look into that for you. But, uh, yeah, it was uh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for your call, mate. Uh, having... different. Yeah, very different. Thank you, mate. Have a good day. Call any time. You too. Thanks, mate. Thanks, Bye. mate. Uh, thank you to Scott. A few texts to finish things off uh, this one. Dan, I totally agree. Our halves are that poor. Give Laurie a go in the halves. Nothing to lose. There are some green shoots with the back three. Um, and this one, though, this one from Mike, I reckon cut Luke's, uh, Luke Brooks some slack as Wakeham is simply not NRL standard. Yeah, uh, Wakeham definitely wasn't there great either. Uh, Will for Runcorn says Broncos pending suspensions are a joke. Ezra one and one and being a smaller man lifted off his feet in the tackle by the bigger man, but holds on to bring the attacker down, not dangerous. And he says Payne Haas was steamrolled by Campbell Gillard. He also says a rugby league has had a top, even an, an even NRL season, even teams. It's a good watch. Agreed. And Matt says as well on the text, Dan Ashes, Headingley 1981, England come back from 500 to 1 to beat Australia thanks to both of them. Willis still the most amazing comeback in cricket history. Thanks for your text. Apologies to the ones I couldn't get to. Breakfast coming up in Queensland with Patton Heels for our listeners through SCN 1170, Vossi and Brandy Dave, Riccio, Cameron Smith, Jared Wallace from the Dolphins on the back of that great comeback yesterday. I'll catch you tomorrow morning from 5am.